Hey everybody, um, I'm about to start my podcast today, and <clears throat> I think it's funny how the weather is around here, you know, Arkansas. It's crazy, woke up this morning freezing cold, uh, had the window open on the night before because it was so hot when we went to bed, we were sweating almost, but I didn't want to turn the air on yet. But anyway, yeah, we uh, got up this morning, had to close the window freezing, got another blanket out of the closet. Uh, Woke up an hour after that, you know, made coffee and everything, and then went to go get donuts. By the time we got outside and uh, packed the car up, what we were getting, we were already hot again. So I was like, fuck. So now we're in a flannel shirt, and we're just, it's like like being a woman going on her, uh, what is that called? What's that called? That they get hot and cold or whatever? I can't remember. What is it? You know, hot flashes whenever they go through their, um, I don't know, if anybody, yeah. Well, my, my buddy over here is not mic'd up right now. Uh, he's getting some stuff ready, sorry. But uh, we're going to talk about dating sites and everything today. If anybody's tried them or anything, um, see what y'all think about them, like POF, Plenty of Fish, Tinder, all that shit. See if how many I haven't had very many good cases out of it. I'll see what y'all had. Anyway, uh, we're about to go to a break real quick. Um, have our sponsors and stuff, so uh, I'll holler right back. All right, guys, thanks uh, for listening. Uh, this is the Slim Chisholm podcast. Um, today I got a uh, I ran across this old the old uh, Star magazine from the, I guess the early 80s, uh, you know, kind of like the, um, what is that, it was, uh, oh, what is it called, you know, it tells lies all the time, the magazine you get at Walmart and stuff, um, oh, shit, I can't think of nothing, my brain is all over, maybe it's because it was 420 yesterday, can't blame it, it was not 420 today, um, <laughs> uh, anyway, National, the National Enquirer. It's kind of like that, you know, the star. But uh, it's kind of interesting reading some of these. Uh, the front says, Boy George's own story. He speaks out about drugs, AIDS, and his family's anguish. And right under that, it's Princess Fergie's wedding. <laughs> so, uh, let's see, we got, I mean, it's just craziest stuff in these things, you know? I mean, uh, I how many of y'all like read? I like reading the National Enquirer. I'm not gonna lie, uh, but it's crazy. Boy George's own story. I've really let my family down. I'm furious about AIDS, lies, and I've never had any heroin parties. Let's read this a little bit. Sorry if y'all, but I'm kind of interested in this. Here we go. Boy George has spoken out for the first time about his drug addiction. Wild stories that he was dying of AIDS and the anguish his family has suffered since his problems were revealed. First of all, uh, Boy George, if y'all don't know, he's the one who sang uh, in the 80s, like, Come a, come a, come a, come a, come a, chameleon. Yeah, uh, I think he was homosexual. I think he, when he came out, you know, I think everybody already knew it. Um, and, you know, people said he had AIDS and blah, blah, blah. And I thought he was a heroin addict, so he never had heroin first. Anyway, the next thing says, starts out, oh, starts out, Junkie George, who had to have been given only weeks to live before he checked into a revolutionary treatment program, said, let's face it, I think it's really awful, I've really let my family down. 
the people I'm most upset about are my family because they really tried to help me. They've been insulted and oppressed. I feel very guilty and want to make it up for them. They are the, they are the people I really want to apologize to, not the press. I've had a hectic two weeks hiding all over the place, and it's been tough. I mean, well, that's nice. At least he gives a fuck about his family and realizes he's put them through hell. I mean, I put my family through hell when I was on drugs. I was on pain pills, well, you know, whatever I could get, really. Um, I tried to maintain that lifestyle where I, uh, you couldn't tell that everybody knew because I was constantly trying to get off of them and back on. Um, I put my family through hell, and I apologized too many times to them. Um, luckily, I got, I got a great dad, and, you know, he always helped me through it. Um, thank God that part's over. I'll talk about that sometime later, but today... Just talking about this crazy shit. Um, anyway. Uh, uh, he said, I didn't want it to look like I was being selfish, and that's why I'm glad I finally turned myself in. So I guess he got arrested. They're looking for him. I feel good. I feel, I feel I've faced up to everything. Soon after checking into the drug program, George was charged. He, he discharged himself, so I guess he left soon after, after all that talk. I mean... I know it's hard, uh, doing, dealing with drugs and all that, but, you know, you lie a lot, and you're very selfish, uh, see, he was arrested in heroin possession, and had begun a course of treatment, but Dr. Meg Patterson, who pledged, I will save him, crazy, let's see here, what else we got in here, don't be a doormat all your life. This is a uh, ad for the woman with a doormat says welcome that's over her naked body and it says don't be a doormat all your life. How to stop other people from walking all over you and it's a big old, big old thing about that. And we got a lot of pictures of actors and stuff in this time like uh, you got, let's see here we got this, a lot of these people I barely even know. I barely even remember. There's um, Bob Hope. Um, three families get a star money makeover. So they make over these families and they look ridiculous. Oh, cigarette commercials. Or cigarette ads. Come to where the flavor is. Marlboro. I miss those. But I, I am a smoker. Still. But they don't have those ads anymore. They, they outlawed those. Damn, Mick Jagger looks so young in these pictures. Uh, anyway, um, you know, a lot of stuff about the prince and princesses. I met Prince and the princess at the time. Oh, that's a good one. This is a good interview about um, Frankie Lyman, you know, the one that sang. Uh, uh, why do fools fall in love? Why do fools fall in love? Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. Um, when we get back, we'll, we'll talk about these, uh, these ads and stuff. Thanks for listening. <laughs> 